Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this very special episode on today's Second Floor Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kenny Buller, as you know, and I am with a really good friend, once upon a time, one of my best coaches to this day. I'm with Pat Pitlick, who's sitting with me today. For those of you who don't know Pat Pitlick, he is somebody who's very well known in the Muay Thai and MMA community. He is also somebody who... Out of any martial artist I know, this is somebody who's the most humble, the most genuine, the most well-respected guy in the space. He's had over 30 Muay Thai fights. He's pretty much fought all his life. And when he made it into the MMA industry, he went on a never-ending winning streak and also ended up winning the title, which is huge. Beautiful. So I'm here with my friend. We're going to talk about some real shit today. We're also going to give a quick shout out to Chase our once Dagenhart. upon a time training partner, Chase Dagenhart, who um, actually just last week, he told me, Pat, he's like, dude, on his Facebook status, he wrote, anybody want free beer? And I reached a point in my life, man, where like, I can't say no to free beer. You're Indian. You know? Of course you're not going to say no to <laughs> yeah. So right away, I message. My family's Polish. Yeah. They don't say no to free shit. Dude, exactly. So yeah, I end up messaging be, him. It could be piss for, for, for all we Dude, care, it could right? be anything. Yeah. It could be piss. It could be milk. It could be... Putty? It could be putty. It can be... It could be dab from Germany. Yeah, we're having dabs. <laughs> we're having dabs. Yeah. So awesome. special shout out to Chase and Dabs Beer an unofficial sponsorship and special shout out to our boy Clute here who won his first pro fight. So he came here with Pat today and uh, we're just going to have some good conversation. Okay. Talk about Patty and talk about life. Jeez. What an introduction. Hey, yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, that was pretty good, man. Um, I don't know, but I've had more than 30 fights, but yeah, you have. Hey, yeah, you kind of screwed the beginning up. I did, man. I did. You want to, you know what? I've been on a never ending hiatus lately of screwing up my introductions. Yeah. Because I usually become very well prepared, but for those people who I know really well, who I think I know really well, I don't know the stats enough. Yeah. So I've been really messing that up. So why don't you tell us how many fights you've really had? Okay, well, I guess uh, I guess you could say I started when I was 16. Um, walked into TKO Fighting Arts, um, just a young, troubled kid, I guess, like many other martial artists. I think um, for me, it was like an outlet, to, mm-hmm. you know changed my life um i had a kid on the way (laughs) and one of the girls she wasn't my girlfriend i used to work with her and you know one thing led to another yeah i didn't uh i was young like i said i didn't really know much about life and uh i was helping her move back home you know because when i was 16 the day i turned 16 i got my license I did that young driver's training. Yeah, so yeah. Eight months later, I got my G2, which yep. is what we had in Ontario, so I could drive. So I was the leader, basically, in my group of friends. Mm-hmm. I was the guy with the car. I was the guy taking everybody everywhere. So this girl, um, I don't think she knew how old I was. In fact, she didn't know how old I was. <laughs> I had three tattoos. I was already as tall as I am now. I was never built, like, mm-hmm. upper body, but I always had big legs right yeah trunk trunk legs trunk legs abs of fucking steel you're forgetting about the calves (laughs) i know you know what i'm the king of the calves actually but uh yeah so yeah this girl uh i was helping her move move home you know we um had a little bit of a romantic relationship i guess you could say but we weren't dating you know we were just uh casual Mm -hmm. so i was i was helping her move back because i had like i said i had a car 
And uh, she said, you know, Pat, I'm, uh, I'm not feeling good. Like, can you drive me, can you drive me to the clinic? Like, mm-hmm. just, I literally have her shit packed in my car. Yeah. And she's asking me to drive to the clinic. So, yeah, whatever, right? So, we get there. And they said something about an x-ray. Like, oh, if you're pregnant, like, we can't give you an x-ray on your stomach because it could harm the child. And she, like, laughed it off. Like, we, what do you mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, just to be sure, I'm going to have you take this pregnancy test. Yeah. Double check. Positive. <laughs> you know? Ooh. She does it again. Positive. Blood work. Definitely positive. Oh, man. I'm going to be a father. I'm 16 years old. I'm wow. 16 years old, man. Like, what do I know about life? You know what I mean? I didn't know shit. You're a young life. buck. I was a young man, you know? So, uh, <clears throat> I guess, I guess you could say I went a little bit crazy, right? Yeah. So, I just dropped this girl off and, you know, I she be- was moving back. She was an hour and a half away. I'm still in high school. I'm in a Catholic high school. Yeah. Still, right? So, I, um, yeah, went back home. I'm going to tell my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad's Eastern European. Kind of a hard man to That's begin scary with, right? Conversation. And I've seen, I saw, I learned some lessons from my older brother, right? Yeah. Of things not to do, otherwise <laughs> you could get it from the old man, Absolutely. Right? And uh, funny enough, my old man didn't yell at me. He yelled at my older brother. <laughs> it was actually his fault. He's like, "How could you let him do this?" Yeah, yeah. You didn't. Uh, you didn't show him the. You didn't show him the ropes. Yeah. You know, it was his fault. I quoted my dad's crazy logic. Right? Yeah. I was a golden boy, kind of. Yeah. Right. And my brother was, my brother actually turned out the best, I think, out of the three of us. Wow. But he was, yeah, he had, he had the worst, honestly. Yeah. So, um, I remember, I go, well, I can't tell my dad. Now, what am I going to do? Yeah. But I had a close relationship with my grandparents because my, um, my mom growing up, uh, she's mentally ill. So oh, okay. She's, she's sick. So my yeah. grandparents uh, raised us, right? So... I guess I'm going off on a tangent. No, please, please. This is good <laughs> shit. So, um, so yeah. I uh, I remember I was playing pool with my grandfather. And on my mom's side, so not European. Yeah. And he used to play pool with us in the basement. So, I'm like, yeah, so I kind of got something to tell you. So, grandpa, grandpa. And, you know, he's, he takes the first shot. He makes it. And then he's lined up for the eight ball. It's like to, to win the game. You know, he's, yeah. he's just about to beat me. And I dropped the ball. I dropped the bomb on him and miscued. <laughs> like, what? Did you just <laughs> and then, like, he, never seen him miss ever. No, 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 I never. Well, yeah, I have, but I've never seen him miss miscue like that. Yeah. You know, like he always took it very serious. Right? Yeah, chalk, chalk up the totally. Game away he went. Yeah, and miscued the ball completely, like a completely and just like slowly made eye contact with me. You know, like from looking at the table missing. And then slowly looking at me. After you told him this. After I told him this. And he goes, you're not serious, is what he said. And I said, "Um, not only am I serious, you're the first person I told. Wow. And the only reason I'm telling you is so my dad doesn't beat my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So you can be there to defend me. (laughs) I need you to come with me so I can tell my dad, basically. Hey, was that a cowardly move? Maybe. Yeah. But, um... You know, I was a young young guy, right? You're gonna tell the first person that you really love and trust, yeah, in yeah, a sense, right? So, right? Uh, yeah, maybe it was like kind of a cowardly move, but I, I needed to tell somebody before I told somebody. Totally, you know what I mean? Like I needed to practice. Yeah, I need I needed some. Courage, I know exactly right? what you mean. I, need, I needed like a little bit of courage before I could 
take that next step yeah. and then just tell, tell, uh, tell my dad. Right. Yeah. And he, um, cause when we were young, you know, he wouldn't do anything. Like if he got mad, you know, we wouldn't get smacked around or yelled at too much. My grandparents mm-hmm. were around. Right. So, you know, tactically that I felt like that was a good, that was the right move. Yeah. You know, oh, no, exactly. I've always been a bit of a chess player. So I thought that was putting the pieces in the right spot right isn't that interesting though where you feel like a lot of times with your parents or with loved ones whenever it comes down to saying something you're like okay is it the right thing to do to just hide this for a little bit and and not say anything or or, and like let it keep replaying in your head or do you just say it right away and you just face it and then and you know what that's that's the truth about life man like everything is harder in your head than it actually is in reality yeah you know what i mean like like oh man i what if I go in this fight? What if it doesn't work out? What if I get hurt? What if I did? What if, you know, what if it can fucking kill you? It's so true. You know what I mean? The best yeah. thing to do is just silence it and yeah. face it. How know? did you, how did you best like, I, I want that to segue into something else, but to just yeah. based off of what you're talking about in your story, mm-hmm. when did you feel like you received acceptance from your family in general oh, uh, of like, Hey, we're going to keep the kid. We're going to make this work uh, as uh, silly as it might seem having a 16 year old do it. We're going to do whatever we can. Yeah. Well, you, you see, I don't think there was ever the question of not there not being acceptance, right? Yeah. You know, my dad's very European, right? So not only did he like yell yell at my brother, he also was like, "Ah, oh, that that girl trapped you. You know, she just baby trapped you. She's just, you know, like this is her fault. She's like this evil person, but she's not. She's, yeah. She's, she, you know what I mean? Hey." It takes two to tangle, right? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, didn't I guess I didn't pull out, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, figuratively. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I guess uh, I, you know, I did the deed. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, but I, man, I didn't. I mean, I, 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 I went to high school. I remember sex education. It was like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? <laughs> man, when you're in high school, you know, that stuff goes right over your head. teen pregnancy, STD, blah blah blah. It's not detailed enough, though. No, you know what I mean? Like, when you always, go back to that? You always got that shitty teacher that can just bore the hell out of you. Yep. Did you, did you think I could pay attention to that? I didn't give a flying fuck. I was full of... I still am. <laughs> full of testosterone yeah. and, and high energy. I've been the same guy since I was a kid, right? Yeah. But, you know, obviously with age... You no, up, but with that comes maturity, right? Maturity, Hence why off. now it's amazing yeah. how, like, you could even talk more highly of, you know, your, yeah. your kid's mother. And, yeah. and now you even look at it in a way where, okay, as you get older, you realize, yeah. again, it takes two to tango. Yeah. There's another person yeah. in your kid's life yeah. that is making sure that they're on track, mm-hmm. right? Like, I can't imagine people who actually raise their kid on their own. Mm-hmm. Same thing in sports, even in an independent sport. I can't imagine you saying, I'm going to do MMA, but I'm going to do it all by myself. Yeah. Right? Like, insane. there's always a team behind the scenes in just, anything. Yeah. I, just like you said, in MMA, right? One of us is fighting. But it's not really. You, I always looked at fighting like, um, well, a few things. But one of the movies that would stand out for me was like Troy, you know, with Brad Pitt. When, yeah. When you have the two armies that come together, and it's like I'm going to take your best, and you you got to take your best, and we're going to meet in the middle. No. The best man's going to win from that army. No. You know, from that from that team. Absolutely. So I, whenever I was fighting, it was like. It wasn't just me fighting. It was like my army behind me. Totally. My guys, I wasn't fighting for just me. I was fighting for my coaches, my family, my yeah. my city, my country, like what, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like totally. Whatever you want to call it, yeah. you know? But that was always in my mindset, you know? Like I'm, it's not like just that. about me, 
right? It's always about the bigger picture. Like yeah. when I was fighting for that title, I wanted to win that title for my coaches. You know what I mean? Like for recognition, like, hey, you did this, you invested all this time into me, and this is something that I, that I want you to be able to say. Like I trained this kid from the beginning, and I made him a champion. Yeah, I just, he's willingly deserving that title and shot. He did it, right? Yeah. For me, it was a fucking belt. In fact, that one of the the goddamn gems it already fell out. Wow. You know, one of the crystal circonium fucking unified gems is already gone. <laughs> yeah. You think I give a shit about that? Immediately when that happens, you're like no. second guessing its no. worth. <laughs> yeah, I, I never, to me, to win that belt was just winning, just to get that win. That's like totally. Gave, that's like gave a fuck about. Yeah. yeah, it looks cool and bring it out and yeah. I, whatever, right? And, Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I ended up giving it to my father anyways. Wow. You know what I mean? That's respect. Because, you know, I said um, the way I started off. My story about me fighting and all that stuff. I was a young, troubled kid, and had a kid with a kid on the way, right? Yeah. And um, I might have made it sound like you know my dad's very hard and this and that, but he was also. You learn more from what you see, you know. You learn more, like your parents give you something, right? Yeah. And what I saw from my dad growing up is, yeah, yeah, my dad had a heart though. You know, my mom is sick, three boys. You think I'm crazy? I got two other brothers just like me. Yeah. <laughs> one younger, one older. Yeah. So, wow. We were writing on the walls. My mom couldn't control us. Yeah. We were trashing the place. We were fighting. Dad's all like busy working. All the scars that are on my face, except for, I forget which eye, one of these eyes here. Yeah. It's from me fighting my brothers when I was young. Damn. That's it. Rowdy none boys. Of it, none of it is from, from fighting. fighting. Yeah. Fighting, fighting. It's just growing up. It's all from growing up. I only yeah. have one that's from like a shitty high school fight yeah grade nine so we tried to initiate me and then that didn't go well <laughs> yeah i can imagine eh? actually it didn't go well for me either to yeah. be honest it was like a fair fair trade-off of exchanges it, uh no well what happened was he was a, he was returning grade 12 and um i wanted to get a cheeseburger at Hardy's, right yeah and my friend was buying it for me so it's a classic grade nine so, so I, I i cut in line just to talk to him not to like cut in front of people just to talk to him and some some big guy was just like behind me mocking me and whatever and saying and then he like he pushed me from behind yeah. and it just it, I just snapped turned around boom dropped him <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I was just a kid at the time yeah you were right? so young and he was huge right but my mistake was because I didn't know MMA right my mistake was I let him get back up oh yeah and he had like a ring on one of his fingers oh and he went, no he went to town and he beat in the Burger in King in the Harvey's inside the in, Harvey's on in the line we didn't thought the line was still Damn. there. And like he exchanged, I exchanged, and I started bleeding all over the place and he ran away. And I'm still like, Well, I guess I won. Yeah. I didn't win. Yeah. I don't think anybody wins. <laughs> You're like, I, I won. I did it. I got the first punch. To be perfectly honest, I don't think anybody wins in a fight. Yeah. So I um, he ran away. I'm like, Well, I guess I can stay. So I got my cheeseburger and I was sitting there and in grade nine, new high school. The people you meet, you don't really know anybody. Yeah. The guys I was hanging out with, I met them the week before. Mm. And one of them, Mitch, bought me the first. <laughs> so we're sitting down there and blood's dripping down my eyes. And I'm thinking this is normal. Yeah. I'm just because I've been playing my whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the burger and Mitch and my other friend, Berto, were like, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> you, you ate your burger immediately yeah, after? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember I, um, so then I went back, uh, I went back to school. And it's September, right? Yeah. The beginning of the year. And it was obvious that I got in a fight and I'm bleeding. So I was in the principal's office and they wanted me to snitch on the guy, right? Oh, of course. So I told the principal, she's like, what happened? I got hit by a snowball. 
<laughs> just to be a devil maker. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck you if you think I'm going to tell you anything. Yeah. So I got suspended for three days. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, and I, I thought that'd be it. I thought those guys would be 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 done with me and like, hey, he didn't rat me out, so maybe yeah. he's okay. Yeah, no. earned his respect. They no, came after I you. Did, eh? When I when I went back um, three days later, one of his friends saw me walk in the hall, and I was with, the, with the, one of my best friend's girlfriends, and he just dumped water all over my lap. Oh, jeez. Right for the art class, right? So, okay, here we go again, right? <laughs> Round two. So, so I, I like lined up with the guy, and like I could see he was taken kind of aback. Like, what's this little kid? Who does this kid think he is? Yeah. Right? Like, he's going to what? He's going to fight me? Totally. And my art teacher came out, grabbed me, and, you know, I'm like, okay, well, now they're, they're going to get me, but that was it. Yeah. You know? They knew I had the willingness, the dog in me, that I wasn't going to take any shit, whether I was yeah. going to lose. Oh, no, exactly. Lose, and that was, that was kind of kind of the end of it yeah right is that like when you when you can relate that in terms of your personality where like you don't want anybody to fool around with you in terms of like hey this person did it you either go okay i'm just gonna pretend it didn't happen you walk away or you either try to defend yourself like where do you think that comes from like did that come from maybe like your upbringing did that come from just like uh values that you have just in general where it's like hey if anyone tries to fuck with you and and tries to like do something where they're making you look like an idiot, you're you're gonna you're gonna get back to a certain extent. Like yeah. um, I'm a, like a like I said, I was a chess player growing up. I was everything was strategy for me always. So if I could, if somebody was giving me a hard time growing up, if I could deal with the situation and get away with the situation, yeah, I would. But if it wasn't like uh, at the right time or the right place, then you know, what are you gonna do, right? Yeah. But that um, those qualities of just being not not being a victim, not no. being a guy that just sits back and, and, and takes it. That's something I think I was born with, you know? Yeah. I, I, was, I have friends, some of my close friends that, that don't have those attributes. Absolutely. You know, somebody does something to them, they, they let people walk over them. Yeah. But I've never been that type of guy. Like, totally. Like, personally, you know? I just can't, I can't be that guy. I'm yeah. not that person. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, that makes sense, man. But maybe, maybe it was from my father, I guess you could say. Yeah. Watching no, of my course. Dad, like my dad wouldn't take no no shit. Yeah. My dad was always working hard growing up. Yeah. Right? What kind of like got you what got you into uh like fighting as a competitive sport then? Like what what uh, led you to going, hey, I want to kind of do this now competitively. Uh, so, right? Like knowing that you had that like true grit of like, hey, I want to I want to feel unstoppable and I want I want to yeah. I don't know if it's you and this is me yeah. Assuming, but I don't know if it's you feel like you had to prove it to yourself, or just in general, you just love the sport. Mm-hmm. What is it that, that kind of led you into competing in it? None of those things, actually. Um, I realized at a very young age, I wasn't made of glass. You know, my older brother we used to, uh, my family used to have a cottage in Salvo Beach, and it was like a roller rink. I don't know if you guys, if you guys can relate. Sweet. But me and my brothers. It was cool. You just go around the fucking circle or whatever these roller blades and there's music. Nice. Yeah, like, cool like old school. Do, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how old I was when we used to do that. Maybe 11 or 10, 11 or something. And, uh, yeah, me, me and my brothers were always so adventurous. Like, we would just walk 20 minutes from the cottage. It was just like, as kids, what are yeah, you doing, right? Exactly. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Those are just activities you're like, like that, that was the one good thing I had about, like, an immigrant dad and then my mom kind of, you know, dealing with them. Of course. We could get away with murder. 
we do whatever we want, whenever we want. You know <laughs> like, where are the kids? I don't know. They're just, yeah, they're somewhere. They'll be back. They're around. When they're hungry. They're gonna come back. You know, yeah. like dogs, <laughs> stray dogs. So, um, so yeah. Anyways, my brother had a problem with some some kid. He's like, Pat, you're gonna have to fight him. He's too young. And my brother's always been really good at convincing people of anything, right? And I was. Yeah. Look, look up it's to like KB to me. Anything he says, he's like a second yeah. dad. Yeah. So my brother's like, "You're gonna have to fight this kid. I can't. I'm too. I'm too much bigger than him and older than him." I'm like, oh, "Okay." So, so like, <laughs> you're like, "Sure, so, do it." <laughs> I'm like, "Hey," <laughs> turned the guy around and we started going after it right away. And he kicked the shit out of me. He grabbed me. I never played hockey. We never played hockey because my dad. My dad always thought I was the most aggressive son. Yeah. So he didn't want me in aggressive sports. <laughs> so yeah. he put, he put me in soccer and shit. Like I wasn't allowed to do hockey. Yeah, he, t- yeah. he actually pulled you away completely opposite. Completely, and it, it t- 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 put me in the opposite direction, right? Yeah. I think if he gave me that outlet as a kid, it would, it would yeah. shame, uh, shaped and inform me in a different Absolutely. way. Absolutely. But anyway, this kid, like a hockey player, grabbed me by the shirt and started doing this. Yeah. I didn't even see that on TV, but I never played hockey, so I didn't really know what to do. So he was just hammering away on my face. So whatever, I grabbed him. And I, I, I'm i always aware of my surroundings. There was like a place where you'd put your bikes. Like you'd lock up your bikes. Yeah. So I grabbed him and I friggin' charged into the bike. Racks, hit his back against it. Dropped, yep. I won the fight. Damn. Yeah, right, right there. You knew you won. My very, first, my very first win. But it didn't stop there because um, some cops saw us fight. Right? Oh, so shoot. So we got dragged into the roller ring. But my brother being the, you know... Uh, mischievous guy that he's always been yeah he was around the corner and he was just waiting for the cop to to, to go and then he ran in grabbed he's like let's go we, we it. he gave you every second yeah. possible to do what you need to do it then, and then as the and, cop was coming yeah, and then i was gone right and then you know my brother you know got me in the shit but they got me out of the shit yeah and then we never really just never really talked about it but i knew i kind of had a proclivity towards violence yeah as a kid mm-hmm. and i wasn't a, i was afraid to get hit right? yeah you're like, let's anyways, go <laughs> so going back a little bit 16 years old my dad tell my dad hey yeah couple was pregnant yeah you know my dad i could see the blood running on my dad's face i never seen my dad go white as a ghost like that you know he went white like uh like i shot him with a bullet you know, and my dad's Eastern European. He's a tan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not as dark as he's got some brown on him. Yeah, he's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. pretty fucking close, right? And um, he just looked me in the eyes, and the only thing he's ever said to this day about that whole situation was, "What the fuck are you gonna do?" <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's such a broad question. Just, it's just, just scary. Just like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Right? I got out right um, in high school. People talk, right? So my teachers all knew. It was like they were pushing me to graduate, you know, like my grades. It seemed like all the tests, the essays and all the things, I was getting way better grades all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. It was like everybody, it was like people felt bad for me or something, you know. Yeah. They just wanted me to get to the workforce. Yeah. Like they didn't, um, so for me, grade 11, grade 12, I was just focused on getting out of high school and getting getting a job. Absolutely. I wasn't thinking ahead, like, hey, maybe I should go to college to get a real yeah. job, Yeah, you know. You don't think like that at the time. No. You think you're 16 forever. Yeah. You think you're that young for a long time. I agree. But I was also distracted because then I walked into a kickboxing gym and I thought I was a tough guy. You know, I used to smoke cigarettes. I had some tattoos. Pony boy. You know Pony boy? Kid on on, (laughs) on the way. 
you know, like driving a car, I had a yeah. leather jacket, yeah. you know. Just I, as cool I just, as it I just, gets. I just thought I was the coolest kid. Yeah. And I'd been in a lot of fights at that point, so I'm just going to go walk in the park. And, yeah. So I remember I trained in first class, and I saw um, the other guy sparring, and I was uh, talking to the owner of the gym. Hey, can I can I can I spar with these guys? He goes, no, no, you need a little bit more experience. Come on, what do I need? And I just kept bugging him. He's like, okay, here's what you can do. You get sixty ounce gloves. You can get a mouth guard, some shin guards, and then I'm gonna let you. And yeah. Go like, let you scrap everything I need, and I'm gonna let you try it. Right. Yeah. So very first round, I thought I was doing okay. I was swinging for the fences. Didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I, I had courage. Yeah. You know, I was going at the guy. He was hammering me. Yeah. And then he just like slipped a punch, or maybe he didn't even slip it. I just know he hit me with my first body shot, my first left hook to the liver, and down I went. Like, I was sitting there, and, and we used to train on hardwood floors in this Muay Thai gym. Yeah. Hardwood floors. We'd That's crazy. Floors this, Imagine falling on that. Oh, my God. This building was, like, um, not quite abandoned, but it was, like, hundreds of years old. Uh, broken windows. The steps walking up was crooked. It was, like, just an old, ancient building. Yeah. We had um, TKO... Uh, Alliance BJJ, one of the oldest uh, jujitsu gyms, yeah. original gyms, yeah. where you know in Canada. Wow! And uh, then we had karate, Aikido, um, Sid Vanderpool boxing. Damn! Or sorry, it was Fitz, Fitzroy, his brother. Yeah, it was everybody was in this building, right? Yeah, this shitty fucking building full of martial arts, <laughs> full of like big yeah. names now. Big <laughs> names and a lot. Oh, so many stars. There was even a judo guy, uh, Wayne, who was in the Olympics. I, I forget if he got gold or, or went off, but he was a huge name out of Kitchener, and um, everybody was in this building. And I remember I was on the floor. And I man, I had a lot. I always had a lot of pride. Like, I'm gonna fuck this guy up, man. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm not leaving this gym. Like, I'm gonna keep training. Totally. Yeah. Until I get this guy back. Was it the shot though? Like, was it getting that shot to the body that made you go, "Okay, I can't leave this place. I gotta." Getting that shot was it was getting humbled in one in one moment. Yeah. In one, I, I could tell you that there was one moment that changed my life forever was being dropped in that gym. The ego going from here. I went from to here. here to to being humbled. Yeah, I was humbled, and I, I always had that. Um, I think that the reason I'm such a humble guy now is because I wasn't. Yeah, I was the complete opposite growing up. Yeah, because you telling me these stories now, honestly, yeah. Pat, I'm like, I can't picture this. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. that, Pat. Yeah. But it's really neat yeah. to get the background story yeah. and see how it's evolved into who you are now. But yeah, right? it's not. It's not where you you start. It's kind of where you end. Exactly. Totally, no, I figured man. my shit out eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I was on the ground. I'm not going to leave this gym until I kick this guy's ass. It's just, I just have to do it. And then you know what? Once I kick his ass, then I'll quit and say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang the gloves. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of it, right? So it would take, it, it, it never happened, by the way. Wow. <laughs> I never got better than that guy. That's why you're still out here grinding, <laughs> I'm baby. Still grinding. <laughs> I'm still grinding away every day. Love but, it. But uh, no, no, no. That's not even the reason. And if he told you, he was sitting here he'd probably like yeah you got me back more than more than yeah, a few times totally but uh in my mind no he was he's always he's always the guy that i put at the that's at awesome the pedestal that i was always chasing i yeah. always put him as my rival and it was something to work towards being right of course so uh yeah but how, how did i start fighting back to your original question yeah um i didn't want to be a fighter i was only training to to get fit yeah you're a young man you know, I got some issues going on at home. I got some issues going on in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, it was fucking gunfire going off in my head and yeah. dynamite and all the other 
jazz you want to say totally. because I got all this shit going on and I yeah. don't know how to deal with it. For such a young man to deal with yeah. all of this at so, once. So, 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 so what am I going to do? I'm, I'm going nuts. I'm going crazy, right? So I um, I uh, I had a coach come up to me and goes, oh, well, you know, you're, you're doing pretty good. Do you want to do, do have a fight? <laughs> like, well, how much do I get paid? He's like, you don't get paid. He's <laughs> like, in fact, it costs you new money to, to compete. Right? That's brutal. It's like, for real, that's how it was. He goes, but you know, we'll cover it if you if you want to do it. So it gets worse. So my very first fight, I'm at the. Um, he's like, I need you to put your weight down in, in kilograms, right? And like, he needed to know right then and there. I need to write it down on a piece of paper, right then and there. And I didn't know the conversion from pounds to kilograms, and I, it makes this it makes me sound kind of like a dummy right now. No, no, I no, was no, 16 no. years old. Right, I just yeah. it was just something I didn't know at the time. Word, right? I didn't know that even at and, seventeen. And, and you know, when you're, when you're that age, and like, you know, I'm a dad, you know, I got these things. Up, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a man, right? I always thought I was, I was trying to be older than I was. No. I'm not gonna let this guy know that I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even I'm, know my age. I'm just gonna guess. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, so uh, 85, 85 kilograms. Uh, yeah, I'm 172 pounds at the time, maybe 165. Yeah, 80 times 2, 160, yeah, okay, 85 kilograms. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. So, so uh, three weeks later, we go down, to, I think it was Bur- Burlington, Mississauga, or Toronto, one of, one of those yeah. places. I, I had a lot of fights in that, that area. Yep. And uh, so we go down the weigh-ins, don't see my opponent yet. It was all business. You just go in there, step on the scale, good, check, next, next guy, right? So getting there, I'm like 15 pounds under or whatever, or 10 pounds under. I was just like a stupid amount of weight under. Yeah, they're like, this so, is weird. So my coach got- at the time, because he's like, ah, it's just yeah, amateur. Don't worry about that. You're going to learn something here. Yeah. I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about, but okay. Uh, so it's like, he's like, just drink a bunch of water. Yeah. Okay. Gain so, a so, couple. So, so how, much, how much water am I drinking as well? We got four water bottles, you know? And then we're gonna try to step on the scale and see where you're at, and maybe we'll drink a couple more, and then, you know, weigh in with all your clothes on, and here's my wallet, and got a bunch of money, so put it, put it in your anything to weigh me down, right? Yeah. yeah. So I made the minimum weight that I had to be, and uh, okay, I guess I'm, I'm good to go now, right? Still didn't see my opponent. <laughs> I walk out first because I'm in the blue corner, and I'm fighting. The and guy. you still have no idea no who idea. your opponent no looks like. What he looks There's like. no nothing. stare down. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah, no stare down none, 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 none of that shit and that's how my, my gym was back in the day it wasn't hey you're gonna fight this guy it's like do you want to fight at this uh, day wow at this location not who there was never a question of who uh, just a side story I remember when I started MMA one of the guys left on my Facebook wall oh Pat Pitt like you fought the toughest guys all over Canada blah 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 blah, blah. and then I I had to send him a private message I'm like Hey, bro, thanks. I really appreciate that. You're making me look like a stud. But the truth is, I never knew who I was fighting. Yeah. I didn't know. Had I known that they were like that guy, or they're, they're, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like probably would have been, been afraid. Yeah. I, I had no fucking clue. Wow. Right? What I, a shift on the mindset, yeah, too. Hey, I was like, hey, just fight a guy anyone, who's in front of me. Anyone. Because my coach always said, Amper, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. You're just getting, you're gaining experience, right? Wow. But back, back to the story. So I'm in the blue corner, right? Now this guy's coming out of the red corner, and he's like six four, and he's built like a truck. Shit! What the fuck am I yeah. getting myself into? You're like eighty five kilograms? What's going on? Yeah, I don't even think I've sparred with the guy this tall. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What am I going to do? Shit. So I went out there. First time I broke my nose. Flat. My like broke my nose in the first round. Like just beat the hell out of me for three rounds. And that's my first fight experience. Yeah, yeah. Like first <laughs> so, actual so, one. Yeah, but no bad tech technique. Bad. Like I was, I was throwing from the, the knuckle sandwiches. And, like, yeah, I, yeah. I had courage. I kept coming. That's why I got so beat up. Because yeah. I kept coming forward. No matter what you did to me, I was, I was going to come after you. Absolutely. And uh, the crowd loved it, even though it was just like, nose is broken, so blood's going. Then imagine another punch. <laughs> blood's going this Fuck. way. Another punch. <laughs> blood's going yeah, this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pure like I'm Rocky looking, Balboa I'm moment. I'm looking like a freak show right now because I don't even have the skills to, 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 to keep up with it. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't even blocking punches. Yeah. I was fighting with my hands down. I was like throwing leg kicks while punches were coming to upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just... Bad. It was so bad. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's over. Jesus. I don't know if I want to fucking do that again. Damn. But I had to, I love the guys that I trained with. I love that I was getting in fit. Uh, yeah. And uh, I never wanted to say no to my coach. Awesome. No, I just, I just was young and like, I'm not. You like, felt like he believed in you yeah, and saw me, potential, so I, I really, right? I really just had a hard time saying no to him. At, you know, like, uh, it's very hard to describe, you know, like I'm very good at. I always stood up for myself. Oh, you know, I always took care of my own. Totally. I had a hard time saying no to that guy. Yeah. You know, because I, I know what you mean. that guy. Like, Respect I him. I idol, I idol that you know, guy. That, that guy becomes like your second dad. Yeah. Big you time. Know? Big time. Like that guy. Huge idol. Right? And uh, I, knew, I knew how much he did. I saw him train. I saw him fight. I saw him be a champion. Wow. I saw how he was humble. I saw how he was no. good. He walked the talk. And I, and I wanted that, right? That's awesome. I didn't know I wanted that at the time. Yeah. But I. But you learned that you did. But I, I learned that I did. That's right? cool. So one fight turned to five, to 10, to 20, to 30. More than 30. To, to Team Canada, <laughs> to 40. You know wow. what I mean? Like, then it was like, go to Asia, go go fight around Southeast Asia. I was fighting. Like, I have my amateur um, Muay Thai record online and shit. But I also did low kick fights that I don't have. I don't have that recorded. Yeah. I mean, those. I had, I did. Two. What's a low kick fight? What is so, that? Uh, so it's like you can't gra- uh, grab. So it's like oh, okay. kickboxing with low kicks. Oh wow! Yeah, there you so go. It's just like a weird, weird it's a different style. It's, it's still like a fight more, at the yeah, end of the day. It's more like kickboxing, like Muay yeah. Thai, kickboxing. You can't kick to the head or the body. You can you can kick to the head and can. you can kick to the body. Can catch, but you can also kick. To, the only diff- difference is from the traditional, you know, shitty track pants. <laughs> Yeah. You kick the legs and you're wearing shorts, basically. Uh, okay, there you go. So, but, you know, there's nothing cool about saying, hey, I have this many fights in low kick. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So, uh, so, anyways, yeah. So, yeah, um, then I, I moved uh, to Southeast Asia when I was like 19. fully moved. Yeah, well, not fully moved. I planned on staying there for a year. Yeah. It didn't work out. I stayed for six months. But, damn. But, uh, when Still I, a good while. Yeah. But, but when I went out there, I told my dad. Because like, you know, I'm going to Asia, right? Yeah. And like, what do you know? You're now. What are you talking about? Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, Dad. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. I'm gonna go pursue this. You know, yeah. they 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 have like, because uh, around Ontario at the time, it was very hard to get fights, and it wasn't it wasn't when I was fighting, it wasn't like the way it is now. Yeah. You know, to fight professional or, or or any of that jazz. Totally. So um, I. I, I bought my plane ticket even before I told anybody, right? Me and my friend Abraham. And he was another one of my rivals that we had the exact same amount of fights. Sweet. Like, hey, wow. you're fighting in uh, September? Yeah. 
like, he yeah. fights, you fight. Yeah. I wouldn't let him have more fights. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm the same yeah. way. All yeah. it takes is just yeah. somebody to he's, be on the same page. Dead. And you know what? It was, it, we were the best combo for That's each other. That's awesome. Because you he need was that. better at kicking and I was better at boxing. Wicked. So together, Compliment we, we, each other. we were just complimenting each other. In, in Imagine if you guys did a fusion, Dragon Ball Z style. Oh, you guys create, became like the same fighter. It would have been amazing. You're a scary guy. So we, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we stopped in Bangkok, right? No. And we're in the airport. And we looked at each other. It's like, now what? We had no plans. <laughs> you arrived. We saved, like, we what saved we do? a bunch of money. We bought the plane ticket. But we didn't plan nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not even a plan, right? That's crazy. So uh, he goes, or we talked back and forth, right? And he goes, well, you know, like in the South, there's like the girls, the party, the beaches, and there's training. But there's also like the girls, the party, and the beaches, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. But it's a little bit more expensive. Yeah. Or we could go to the North and there's like the jungle and hard training and yeah nature they, they come opposite experience <laughs> and, and, and we're, it's gonna it's gonna be different but yeah. but you know we're gonna save some money so what are we gonna do and i told him i'm like look, look man we came here for a reason like we, we didn't come here to get distracted to, to just bang girls yeah go and party and, and just and just give up on this like well, what are we doing what are we here for wow well, all this money for your, your, it was either yeah. one or the other yeah. so, couldn't be both so we went up north and uh God, did we ever, we realized what professional fighting really was. Monday, we'd wake up at 5 a.m. We'd jump in a truck with all these Thai boys, and we're all shaking because even though it's very warm there, in the early morning, it's freezing, right? Yeah. But you're not going to pack a sweater because they're, they're driving me out 10K to drop me off, and I got to run back to the gym. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not going to bring a sweater. It's crazy. So I'm just like shaking, you know, and they, these, these Thai kids, this is, this is just normal day life for them, you know? And they're young. They're young, right? And it's like me, Abraham, a guy from Italy, a guy from England, maybe maybe one other foreigner from, from somewhere. But the rest of them are like ties, right? We're on the back of a truck. And uh, so we, yeah, 10K to the gym. We get there. They would give us this like, um, just like a electrolyte drink, the powder that you put in water, drink that. And now we're training for two hours. <laughs> and they give you like this secret juice. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> like, drink this. Because you're, you're, you're like, you're just so drained from this long yeah. run, right? So we, so we do that. And then, Damn. Uh, and then we, we, we start training, right? And yeah. we're sparring uh, three days a week, but like, like the way the ties do. Absolutely. And then the days that we're not sparring, we're grappling, like yep. just clinch stuff. Yeah. And then on Saturday, it's um, only an 8K run, but it's oh up a hill. And this is just the morning, by the way. So we do this in the morning. Then yeah. we'd go eat breakfast. Yeah. Then we would just hang out for a little bit, sleep during the hot hours of the day. Wow. And then we'd wake up at four and we'd repeat everything almost identically, except for the run would only be 5K. We'd Damn. do this Monday to Friday. And then Saturday, we'd just train once a day. Every day. We got off. It was a job. It was it like, was, it was like I was losing my mind, to be perfectly honest. I was yeah. feeling a little bit loopy because the only guy I really was talking to was Brom. And, uh, that's what I call them, I call them Broncos. Yep. And um, the, the ties that, that that were there was just like, hey, you, uh, Bazik. They call me Bazik. Bazik. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> they didn't know my name. That's got to mean they, some crazy they, shit. They, they like, literally didn't even ask my name. They just called me some shit. Right? <laughs> they looked at you and you're yeah. like, they look like Bazik. Bazik right? We got to see if that means anything in yeah. Thai. I, I don't even know, man. And um, I fought a bunch there. And um, Abraham, you know, he got poor guy like we, we we had the same amount of amateur experience going to thailand but we both had two different experiences 
So like while he was there, his girlfriend left him. He crashed a motorcycle that we rented. By the way, we rented motorcycles without knowing it, how to do anything. Man, that's crazy. And they drive on the opposite side. I don't know how end. people do that. And we were 19, think about it, we were 19. Yeah, young right? bucks. Dri- driving on the opposite end, you know, I crashed too, but I didn't fuck up the bike. Yeah. He was going up a, a mountain, Dosu uh, Tep uh, in Chiang Mai. Wow. And uh, there's a point where there's a bridge and then there's like a, like a drop to your death type gap. Yeah, in, yeah. In like a valley, right? Yeah. And uh, he hit it, or he hit something, and he flew over. And he where the railing was, that's the side he landed on. Oh, what? Yeah. He had like a near-death experience, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, ba- yeah, basically. But it wasn't just that. Like, he fucked the bike up, too. So yeah. then he had to pay money. Oh, that and he, sucks. And, and, and the way we got these motorcycles was we had to give them our passports. Oh, wow. Hey, what the fuck do we know? Yeah, yeah sure. Like, no, here no, you no, go. No, Let's no, get a bike. Sure. Hey, we had one helmet between the two <laughs> yeah. of us. You, know? you get it this time. Yeah, luckily, like, he was wearing it. Yeah, wow. Right? So uh, That's scary, man. Yeah, and uh, so much bad shit happened with the poor guy. Like, that happened. Girlfriend left him. All at once. He dislocated his shoulder a week before a fight. And, like, when, he, when, he, when we both came back, we were different people. He was done. He, yeah, I'm going to university. Wow, and, yeah. And Full I'm, 180 and, change, and hey? Is, man, I love this shit, right? I, I know what I want to be. I know wow. I love this shit. It's amazing. What That's a perfect yeah. indication of what a training yeah. camp like that mm-hmm. to its highest, highest mm-hmm. ability of, of, of like... De- like like debilitating someone's mind and head yeah. can do to somebody. Oh, it's either going to be like, Hey, this is it. Yeah. I want this. Yeah. I live by this. I'm hungry for it. Yeah. This is what it takes to be the best. Or I mean, due to unfortunate circumstances, it can make somebody just be like, Nope, no, this is, this is crazy. But at the time, you know, he, he was still just as good as I was. In fact, yeah. he, might have been, he had a better amateur record than I did. To be perfectly honest, we wow. came out of competition. He was a little bit better than me, you know? Wow. But, um, when I, I fought twice before they actually asked me what my real name was, yeah, and I said, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. What's your name? What's your name? Yeah, and on the poster they made to be, they had Basic, and then they had some old picture of a guy named Josh Palmer, who's like a Canadian Muay Thai guy. But I guess I was too ugly for the fucking <laughs> Like, why is my face yeah. not on there? So it's like Basic from Canada. They're like, you, you. I'm like, no. That's not me. It's a guy named Josh Palmer because I already met him. Yeah, you're like, I know that guy. I already met him at the gym. Yeah. And he's a fucking stud. You know? Wicked. And that was the guy you were going to fight? No, no, no. Just that, it was some no, other guy. No, they were they were using his face for, for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, come on, guys. So like, they, have, they, they, they had that my country, what country I was from, right? But they yeah. didn't have anything else with Wow. It, it, hey, they don't care there. Hey, they don't shit. care at all. Thailand. You know, go in there, take an ass whooping and get Yep, yeah, away you go. So, uh, yeah, then I friggin' went through with the fight. I won. Damn. You know? Sick. I was, it's like uh, that first high. You know, yeah. You're always chasing it. No. What was different about this one? It was because it was your first was pro? first pro fight. Ah, there you go. But winning that fight, it was like I got my ass kicked most of the fight. I overcame some serious adversity and then I knocked the guy out. And then, like, that first rush, that feeling, I never got to get in Muay Thai. And then when I did MMA, that first fight Came when back. I fought Eric Tedley, yeah. that was the first rush. And then I never got that feeling again until I won that title. Yes. And then I got that rush again. Nice. And then I lost the title. Oh, no. It's understandable, you know? man. It's like you're riding these highs. These highs like yeah. these levels of like, whoa. Like it yeah. keeps getting bigger. The yeah. audience, the fan base, yes. the the following. Yeah. Just you, your training level. Yeah. The people you're training with. Like it all keeps getting higher and, and higher. And the choices you make, you're just so influenced by 
you don't even know what it is, but it's something inside you, you know, that says, hey, like, I know that this is hurting me. I know that financially I could be here. I know that my friends not got houses and get married. I'm getting my fucking face sacrifices in Thailand because I got this shitty cut when I was in high school. Now when I get fucking hit there, it rips open every time. Yeah, damn. So, so you know, like I friggin', um, I, yeah, I remember questioning like life. Like I was on, on a backboard getting my face sewn up in Thailand. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of moments like that. Like, for I sure. have no money in the bank. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, so I came back from, uh, from Thailand okay I better go to college so I did the health science and then the firefighting and then uh, right when I finished the firefighting I had a little bit of money left from the OSAP which is like a student loan cool. I'm like you know what I'm going to do with this money fuck it I'm going back to Thailand nice got <laughs> <laughs> to go back I remember I, I, I said to my uncle I'm like, uh, I got this crazy idea it's pretty stupid probably shouldn't do it what do you think I'm going to spend all the money that I could just put back in the loan and pay off, like to help pay off my student debt. Yeah. Or I could use it and run off to Southeast Asia for another few months. Yeah. <laughs> One last good go. He goes, he goes, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I was like, Damn it. Why'd you tell me that? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I got to do it now. <laughs> so here I go. Right. And then, uh, came back, started working as a welder. When I was in, uh, when I was in college, I met a guy that was, a I trained Gary Goodrich, right? Yeah. But I was, I was his, was his uh, sparring partner Sweet. for for, for his, the last end of his career. Long time. So when he fought Pedro Riza, Gegard Mousasi, like some of the biggest names, you know, at the time. Yes. And, and, and Gegard Mousasi is still a huge name, right? Yeah. Um, I was a kid that had all the stand-up experience, but I was 180 to 185 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. He was a heavyweight, right? And uh, he had a very big house and in his garage his garage was as big as my dad's place you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. and that's where the gym was upstairs wow so everything was padded and they were doing MMA and like Sweet. I didn't really want to do all the other shit yeah. I just kind of wanted to spar yeah. and that's how Gary um, would train he'd just you know eat pie and Burger King and spar wow <laughs> he goes hey I'm a heavyweight, you know? I remember I tried, I tried to tell him, I'm like, hey, you know, I, know, I, know, I don't care what I put in my body. I know you're like an MMA legend and stuff. I don't need to, you know, talk out of turn here. Yeah. Like, How you some doing? Some of my coaches told me, like, you gotta watch your diet. You gotta, you know, you gotta do this. And maybe you should be training a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, hey, I'm a heavyweight. Yeah. <laughs> Such a heavyweight he's, thing he's, to say. He's like, just relax, man, yeah. you know? Just relax. Little did I know he was just fighting for a paycheck. He didn't care what the fuck. Yeah, right? very different. And um, I was his main guy, you know? Like, I was his main smart partner. I was going to college with, like, double black eyes. Like, he rebroke my nose once. Like, I was getting banged wow. up a lot of time. Rebroke it just in training. Just training with him. Not That's even crazy. On, not even on purpose. It was like a headbutt once, you know? We yeah. crashed and whatever. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, so I met another guy there that went out west. So when I came back from Thailand, fuck, I got all this debt now. What am I going to do? Well, come out to Edmonton or come out to Alberta yep. and I'll get you a job in the oil field and whatever, right? So out I came here. First gym I went to was uh, Frank Lee's and Sifu. It was like an advanced class. He goes, oh, this is advanced class. You beginner. You come back. <laughs> you and KB like, into the best impersonation like, of Sifu. I'm like, hey, uh, no, you, you know I'm... I probably have more fights than a lot of the guys here. Like I'm pretty experienced. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I sparred with like like a real good legend for, you. for three years. I was his main sparring yeah. partner. He goes, "You come back." You know, he's like, <laughs> so disciplined. He's so like, I'm "What so are you doing?" I'm so mad, right? So um, I'm like, "I'm gonna come back." 
yeah, so I, I came back into the beginning class. He goes, "Oh, you good, buddy? You good? Nice, right? nice." Good. You, you, it's like you, Earned his respect. You dance class. <laughs> yeah. So, so the dance class that he had set up for me was just sparring, and there was Nick Penner, there was uh, Craig. He was getting ready for a boxing fight at the time. Yeah. And I forget it. There was a bunch of guys there, right? And then I just first time I met Kadro. So seafood was just trying to get my ass kicked. He just had me go multiple rounds. Yeah. Like like you stay in and then a fresh guy comes in. Yeah. Right? And he was just trying to show like, oh, this our gym is the best. Yeah. Right? So he was yeah, I knew what he was He doing. started to realize I, your I, potential yeah. and wanted to start seeing I, what it would be like to throw back to back guys yeah. of his. Yeah. On and, you. and and I was um experienced at the time. So I was experienced enough to know what was happening. So I knew how to take rounds off. Like I was like, okay, I'm gonna press a little good, bit and then good. I'm just gonna rope it Relax. over. I'm gonna get my energy. Also, I wasn't training for almost a year because I was working in the oil field. Yeah, wow. Not, no training at all. And then I just wow. jumped into that. Jumped right back in there. <laughs> yeah. And then after I did that, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, I don't know if, 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 if this is, if I want to get back to the kickboxing, ain't no money in it, right? So I went back to work and I got laid off again. And this time I'm like, well, I'm going to try another gym. And then Matt Spizak, I knew him from Ontario. He goes, well, yeah. I have a fight coming up. Come to Hayabusa. And I was home pads for him. And I met Jeff Montemero and Luke Harris. Yep. And uh, he goes, well, if you want, you know, we're sparring later. I met you too that same day. And, uh, you know, if you want, you can spar with Dr. Ice, right? So I sparred with all you cats. <laughs> yeah, for the first time. The first time, like the first time training on Hayabusa. And then you remember how you used to do it. It's just stand up, there's no takedowns. Yeah. Right? And then he goes, okay, now takedowns. And I remember Mike Scarso, I threw one jab, landed. Second jab, I'm in the air. Boom, I'm on my back. You're like, whoa. What the fuck was that, right? Yeah. Because in my mind, so different in my mind, you... I would see the UFC and like, you shoot on me, it's going to be you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's so, easy. This is easy, right? Because I was believing my own shit. Wow. And then I went with Beaumont. Right hand, first one, I went one, two, landed both. Second time I threw a two, double leg, I'm on my back. Luke Harris, I threw a head kick, but I'm not going to throw a hard head kick at the owner of the gym. Yeah. So I stopped it and just tapped it. But I don't know if if he saw it like that. He grabbed me and slammed me on my head. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And like, just like now I was getting damaged. I was just getting damaged by everybody. Like and having and things even, being done that you never even, experienced. And then I remember spawning with you. And Muay Thai, it's just like not much footwork, you know? Like there is footwork. Yeah. But there's a ring, so I know how to cut off a ring and I'm going to eventually get you. Yeah. This is an open mat. This is an open concept. Yeah. So now you can run, use your reach. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Why does he want to just stand and train with it's me? Different. Right? Yeah. It's different. Like, who are these guys? The guys throwing overhand rights and like that different. is the most untechnical thing ever. <laughs> fuck. How did that hit me? Right? Yeah. Like, the elbow is way too high. It's yeah, like, not supposed to cut. And then I remember I left. I left that day. Luke was like, you know, come back if you want. Just talking me up, buttering me up a little bit. And then, uh, I don't know, shit. I have all these fights. I can't even defend myself. All those guys would kick my fucking ass. Wow. Every single one of those guys in there would kick my ass. Even that Alan Hope was there at the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and Alan Hope was, he was a bro. Actually, he was the biggest bro to me when I first started. That's awesome. Yeah. And, That's uh, cool. No, he's a really good guy, actually. I, second time I came in, Luke's like, you want a job? Sure. But I said to him, I'll only do three months. And then wow. on the second month of training MMA, real MMA with you guys. Of teaching. Of teaching and training with you guys. Yeah. Montemarillo was like, um, so when are you fighting? I'm like, well, I asked Luke because I, I, I didn't feel right training you guys because you guys, a lot of you guys have pro fights or amateur fights. You guys had MMA experience. I understand. Like, 
the guys aren't going to respect me unless I do it. And Luke's like, that's that's the farthest thing from the truth. I'm like, it might be, it might not be, but I want to know, right? Just get me a fight. I don't care if I win. I got nothing to lose, right? And uh, so I went into it. And and then I asked Luke, and Luke said I wasn't ready, and, and he was rightfully so. Yeah. I wasn't ready, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And then Jeff was like, "Oh, so when are you gonna take a fight?" I'm like, well, I asked, I asked Luke, and I, you know, I don't think he's gonna get me. He goes, yeah. yeah, I'll talk to Luke. Sure enough, fourth month I fought, I didn't stop. Wow. Then it was just that's like, how that all started. That's how hey? it all started, right? I had that first fight. I'm like, man, I'm chasing that high in Fort Mac, right? I, I fought Eric Tebley. But just like a Muay Thai fighter, right? Yeah. Elbows I remember that fight you fought, man. Elbows over the top, knees. Like, I was just... Oh. I, mean, I fought, like, a kickboxer. It was insane. And, and then when he was going to grapple me, Montemiro taught me how to, like, to defend the... the yeah. Like, on the cage. Absolutely. So I just sat there and I waited until the ref broke it up. Remember that? Yes. And I didn't know what to do. You're like, I'm just keeping here. And, and in my here. mind, I, in my mind, I kept telling myself, if it goes to the ground, you're going to lose. If it goes to the ground, you're going to lose. If it goes to the ground, keep it standing, keep it standing. Keep it standing, right? Wow. And even when I dropped him, I was kind of like... I don't know. I don't know. Do I do I go after him? So I went after him, and then he like up kicked me. I'm like, okay, oh. that sucked. But yeah. now my pride's on the line, so now I have to hit you at least once. And then he was on his back, and he stepped with one foot, and then roundhouse kicked me from the bottom and hit me in the side of the head. I don't know if you remember that. I recall this. I recall. I remember seeing, seeing this fight. I'm like, what the fuck was that shit? Yeah. You know, he got me again. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, get up. And then I knocked him out. Sick. But I yeah, wasn't like... I remember. It ended for the better. Truly, though. Truly, though. He was the better fighter at the time. Mm-hmm. He was a more experienced fighter at the time. I just... I brought a different game. I yeah. just brought something... I brought something very saw, right? different. And he almost knocked me out in the first round, actually. He wow. An, I remember... I don't know if you remember the baseball that I had on my... Yeah, face. yeah, yeah. That but night. He, like, closed his eyes and threw an overhand hook. And then it was just, like, white. Boom. And then white, 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 white grab me and throw me against the fence wow <laughs> you know? like you saw that the entire time until it came to that point until it came to that point and then yeah i won i got that rush that feeling like man yeah, you got that back like, on a whole this. other scale so now i'm gonna actually train properly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> time to work on this ground stuff yeah, what is this what is this ground shit you know it's amazing how much you've yeah. been able to grasp and learn on everything else that has to do with MMA yeah. outside of Muay Thai, though. Like, after period. that. It's yeah. incredible, man. Yeah. Like, I think, like, just to respect for you to paint such a perfect image of what that journey looked like mm-hmm. all the way through, yeah. that's not easy to do, but to just gotta, transition into that. But you got to understand, I had you, I had Neil, I had Mike Scorsello, Steve Beaumont, had, uh, your brother, I had Tanner. Very diversified set of athletes. Best of the best. At the I, time. I still believe. I still believe that our, our original crew of guys are some of the best Jeez. fighters I've ever worked with in my life. Yeah, you know what I mean. It yeah. shows in these guys' records, man. Yeah, man. And like last night, the, our team of guys that I trained with from the beginning, besides uh, uh, Teddy. Yep. Everybody Clean. else I trained with from me. Everybody won. Everybody knockout! 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 It was the, sick the last night, man. It was like it was like you have to be a little bit lucky to have teammates the coaches to walk into the proper gym yeah. at the right time of your life absolutely you know to have all of the pieces fall in that and in, in, in that order yeah to work out like that no absolutely you, you have to be incredibly lucky man it's and very true man and that's what led to my success it wasn't that i was just overly talented what 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 i would say one of my greatest strengths is i had the, i always had the work ethic for my father but then i was surrounded by 
best coaches, the best teammates. Yeah. And that's what led to my success. Absolutely, man. You know? That's huge. I love so. that. You know what, man? You know what really rattles me is I feel like from this point forward, we could go even on and on and now talk about where your yeah. where your journey's next because I know you have plans to open up your own gym. Yeah. I know you have plans to still continue this MMA journey. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, due to time, I know I do have to get going to work. I'd love to have you back on again because usually yeah. we have a hot seat round. And then I love how you kind of, you did such a good job just explaining how you even got to where you are now. And what I like to do is I like to then ask, okay, well, what's next, right? Mm-hmm. So what I think we should do is let's get you back on here again, yeah. which would be sick. Wow. And we'll, okay. we'll just have to figure out timing-wise. Yeah, yeah, we'll but, um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you come back again. And I just want to let you know, man, like I, I appreciate everything that you've done up until this point hey, man, for like how real you've kept this man. Yeah. And honestly, like just to hear today from some of the new things I didn't even know, like the background that you came oh, from, yeah, yeah. turning that into what could have been a dark path yeah. in terms of maybe winding up in, in fights or actually getting hurt yeah. to doing it in a professional setting and seeing that you have potential in it and that you love it. And, and knowing what that feeling's like when you're in there, yeah. that's huge, man. Yeah, you, know? you understand. You guys understand I'm a fighter. What am I going to do? Lay down? What am I going to lay down when times is tough? No, that's not who I am. That's not my personality. Exactly. You know, like no matter what, no matter what happens to you in life, you're always stronger than than you think you are. You know, totally. You can always overcome things. You know, exactly, you man. A shift in your mindset. You know, Absolutely. You can, you can look at it negatively, or you can say, I'm going to, I'm going to use this, and I'm going to better myself. Yeah. Right? And that's, uh, with it but also thank you man i know you give me a lot of props like hey i helped you a lot you helped me out even more i think thanks bro otherwise i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have been any good at mma no no absolutely man with all the roles that we had and all the fun times we shared especially you you. we don't have time to get in tonight we yeah we had some good moments Ah, man we had some intense matches it was like so close yeah but you were you honestly like just ended off on this note real quick like Mm -hmm. you as a coach were able to push the pace and openly let your student Mm -hmm. push the pace as hard as they can because as you know there's that respect factor you have for your coach where you're kind of like okay well i don't i don't really want to go hard because i know if i do i'm gonna get my ass whooped and that still happened but we made it very uh invitational i was like okay let's exchange but let's know that we're gonna go right so those were good times the only one that was worse than you was mike yeah. I, I told him this too. I'm like, you know, Mike, I've never hit you as hard as you tried to hit me. Word. You know, like everything you put on your punches <laughs> yeah. was 100%. But because I knew like in his heart, Mike hearts, it, man. that he always had good intentions. Totally. I always, always. That, you know? Yeah, never and with then, that. Like intent. Beaumont, you know. <laughs> Beaumont's my brother. Beaumont's a man. I love brother Beaumont. Yeah, God absolutely. Damn, I, you do not have a bad day and show up. It's part of Beaumont. Absolutely. If you have a, bowl, you have a bad day, you got to be ready. It's like, going to take you out. Man. Exactly, man. You know? Well, let's put it this way, man. I want to make sure that people out there who either are going to be new fans of you or that know you, yeah. uh, where can you let them know where they could kind of keep up with your life? Uh, where can people oh, follow man. you? Uh, where can people start hearing about you, the gym that you're opening? Well, my, the gym I'm opening is in Kitchener. So, Fantastic. I mean, we're out, we're out in the land of milk and honey. So I don't know, I don't know how many people are going to come to Kitchener, Ontario. Kitchener, baby. Yeah. This is the guy right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, they already know. Yeah, no, exactly. They know. That's <laughs> where I'm from, man. That's awesome, man. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm on, I'm on like Instagram, like awesome. P-A-T-P-Y-T. But besides Perfect. that, you know. I'm sure uh, if they need to know anything else, they'll know from you. Absolutely. You got it, man. Thank you so much, Pat. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been great with Pat Pitlick. Uh, Just feeling like we're catching up as bros, even whether it's on or off camera. I haven't had the chance to actually properly sit down with my boy here after so uh, long. So that was really nice to catch up, Also, man. This, uh, this beautiful cheetah shirt is his. So if uh, <laughs> anybody wants to make fun of me for wearing it, 
real quick though. Pat wanted to make sure he looked like really clean for this episode. So really he's like, Kenny, we just got to make sure we like go in the closet and see what you got going yeah. on. And I, this is hey. the first thing I knew that hey, he had we, to wear. We, we went deep into your closet there. Buddy. Oh yeah, we did. You came right out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well guys, you know what? This is a conclusion to our episode. We talk about how to survive, how to thrive and keep the good vibes alive. You know exactly where to find Pat. And stay tuned because Pat's going to be fighting again and he's going to be opening up his gym real soon. I'm super excited to hear more about it. Cheers, man. Thanks, brother.